Brent, we didn't even uh, we didn't even discuss uh, who's opening the show. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Do you have anything to open the show? Listen, this is it right not, now. I can... Oh, this is it. Okay, I, I'm pretty uh, sure well, of it. I guess I can. I can uh, do my thing that I was going to do for the outtakes, but uh, we had a, a oh. more rollicking conversation for that. But I will say, last night I had a, a weird dream. Most of the time, I don't remember my dreams. Uh oh. It's just like, why? Why is that bad? Why is that an uh oh? <clears throat> well, just do tell, and then we'll see what happens. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, this is what happens when I do remember my dreams. You keep this in mind, okay? okay. Now, listeners, you need to stop eating right now, okay? Because it's time for us to talk about eating shit. So I had this dream where I don't even remember the context, but like somebody I, I knew, I don't know if it was a friend or a coworker or whomever, they had uh, some type of like uh, quote unquote delicacy they wanted me to try. They had one of those little like forks that you use for hors d'oeuvres or whatever. And they handed me this thing and I was like, this looks weird. And it turns out it was just like a turd. Right. And I was like, I'm not, no. not going to eat this. Wow. And so they were like, not even if I cut it in half. And they were like, they, they put it on a plate and like cut it to where like the inside was exposed. Right. Oh. And they were like, but just like, don't you even want to try it? Don't, like live a little, be adventurous, you know, touch your tongue to the inside of it. I was no. like, I'm and at this point I had like woken up and I was like, oh, I got to, this is podcast material right there, you know, potty, <laughs> podcast material. So after I'd woken up and everything, I was like, there's no way presented this opportunity i would ever take it right because one i'm an adventurous eater but an eater of uh i know this is going to sound conservative but eater of food so i'm not here to eat like stuff from a human body that's just not not my bag you know what about judgment but no why why would that be an exception (laughs) what about I'm just thinking of things that people eat, body things. Oh, this could get I, ugly. We're not doing there that. There need to be exceptions. Nope. It's just like, don't, don't eat your body stuff, right? I, I'm, I, already, I'm, I already drew the line in the really? sand. <laughs> what about... Okay. This is not a right. Rage X podcast. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. anyway, even if I were to do it, if I were curious enough to be like, well, let me just touch my tongue to the inside of a turd just to see... <laughs> what what it's like one you would never be able to get that taste sensation out of your mouth uh, i heard on a podcast like a decade ago that somebody had heard of somebody else eating shit and your body has such a uh, uh like a, a built-in response to eating shit that it's it's almost like your your whole body is on fire I'm like, that's not for me. I'm fine with my flaming Hot Cheetos. Thank you very much. And then also, if you even like touch your tongue to a turd, people are going to morph that wildly quickly into like, oh, Hibbert eats shit. And I don't need that in my life. (laughs) You know? I just just licked one turd one time, okay? Guys, I just licked one turd, okay? Just one. (laughs) As if that's like a good response to like schoolyard bullies. (laughs) Listen, yeah. <laughs> it was just a weird Saturday night. Someone had a turd for me to eat. I cut it in half yeah. and I just licked the inside of it. No big deal. We all been there. Yeah. <laughs> Look up someone there, Steve. Like, Look up there. banged on the outside of my window, I think. I oh, my out? God. It's the turd the turd goblin. Is <laughs> oh, my God. He's here his again. <laughs> Hi, Stephen. I need you to lick this turd. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. Wait, no, but Stephen and I just watched Step Brothers, oh. and I was trying to oh, fucking right. remember the movie. I I was like literally had the visual There's in some my turd brain licking in there of um some turd licking, and it was a white turd. It was a very white turd. It's that and dog. Those are like yeah. even in movies, it's that dog. Turds movie. are white. Yeah. That's fucked up. We can't get brown turds in movies. <laughs> and that's fucked up. Turds we represent. Need, I mean, you're, brown turds represent, you know? Listen, you're yeah. definitely turd representing for us, Brent. Thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All he's ever wanted. Wow. Don't let it go to your head or your butt. Yeah. Or okay. my butt, yeah. Or my mouth, no. you know? Oh, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, Allison, I need you to try a turd. You're in the nursing field. I feel like it's for science. Listen, you want to talk about... hmm. No, I... You know how when you smell something, you're really tasting it? That's what they say. No. I mean, I probably tasted a lot of turds then. That's smelling. That's a separate separate sense. No, no. You have a connection. Your nasopharyngeal passage, man. I understand there's a connection, but you are factually you're, just it's, smelling it's something. Aeros- no, it's aerosolizing, and you're getting it into the entire inside of you, and then you're basically tasting it. So when yeah. you smell a fart, you're tasting a fart? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is that what you're saying yeah. to me right now? You're yeah. saying to me under oath and penalty yeah. of perjury yeah. that you taste farts, Allison. Yeah, you do too. Let the court record show. Allison does taste farts. <laughs> I love <laughs> There you, go. you did this to yourself i don't even know i don't even know where to go with this really what i want to talk about right now is aliens <laughs> <laughs> well i think all right now that we're we're sniffing and eating farts along with all the other things we're doing it so i'm steven i'm brent and welcome to let's talk about stuff because we have a great we have a great guest today Welcome back, our friend and frequent guest, Allison. Hello, Allison. Hi, guys. Uh, I thought I was supposed to say the I'm Allison thing at the end. You oh, can. we didn't rehearse this ahead we of time. We didn't rehearse yeah. this. Oh, he thought you're, you've was... been on here so many times, you might just do it. But I jumped the gun and just went into our title. So it's okay. I'm it's sorry. fine. All we right, think I'm you would have been good you. for it either way. It's okay. You know what? This whole okay. podcast has been a little. Shit. Yeah, exactly. And we've tasted little... and smelled it all. Mm, a little butt. We're. Okay. <laughs> and we are uh we're here we're here one for some butt licking and some good stories and yeah. we're all out of butts to lick so let's get to those good stories everybody that's right i am mm-hmm. very excited let's crack to this one open <laughs> again not with the butt licking all from right the back. with the oh. stories from the back to the front uh-huh. from all the okay. way crack it open and find mm-hmm. a little and find a little person inside <laughs> check those outtakes so, yeah, the outtake thing. there's a lot of shit talk today but uh hopefully yeah. A lot of friend talk as well. And uh, yeah, looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Today, we are starting our Mia's August. Is that how you say it, Brent? Did I do a good job? Yes. Mia's August. Mia's yes. August. We are starting Mia's August with a lot of uh, Hayo? Hayo? Miyazaki? I really. I, I think it's just Hayo. Hayo I believe it's Hayo. Miyazaki. Easy, mm-hmm. easy enough there. Hayo Miyazaki. All of his films with, uh, yeah, we're going to start today with mm-hmm. Princess Mononoke which we're very excited to talk about. And Allison will be here, obviously, to discuss that with us. She is kind of shepherding us into this uh, this whole Studio Ghibli world. So we're really looking forward to that. But uh, before that, we also had a few little mini topics we wanted to discuss because when I was in Oklahoma at the beginning of July, I was able to finally go see a movie with you guys that we have not discussed. <gasps> it was this. so great. Yeah. So let's talk about that. We all got to see uh, Spider-Man. 
uh, Beyond the Harfum Foam Reverse. So <laughs> go see that. Super cool. Glad to see it with you guys. But uh, yeah, take it away. Whatever you guys want to do. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That's uh, the one. I've seen it. Uh, I guess Alice and I have both seen it twice at this point. Yeah. We saw it the second time with you, Stephen. Uh, and I believe you had mentioned that you, you've you seen the first Spider-Verse movie Me, yeah. just one time. Right. Uh, and you hadn't rewatched it like leading up to this one. So mm. did you find that to be confusing? Uh, well, I would say that when we went to the theater, I had told you that my nephews had just gone as well. And when I asked them about if they liked the first one, they were like, we've never seen it, which I thought was like crazy. <laughs> uh, wow. I realized ha- after I saw the second movie, I realized I wasn't so much lost. Uh, it's just that I didn't remember all the connecting pieces. And I have now I'm in the middle of my rewatch of the first movie again after having seen that with you guys. And now I'm like, oh, there's a lot more connections that I didn't realize. But uh, and they do work as like a story in tandem. But or I mean, you know, they go together, but uh, they kind of work on their own as well. So I didn't feel too lost with it. And it was uh, it was super fun to watch it with you guys. And now I get to mm-hmm. experience the first one again at home, which is really cool. And then I'm looking forward to watching it all as a, you know, as a, a set eventually. So, yes, mm-hmm. dude, for sure. Yeah, I haven't watched the first one again and I've meant to. Um I really, I want to go back and do the same thing. I mean, it's pretty great. I, uh, yeah. I've only seen that once before and I watched it at home. So I missed that big theater experience, but with you guys, that was fun, uh, mm-hmm. to go with you. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was only like a few like kiddos there that were kind of like running around near Allison, but, uh, you both were very kind with our theater experience because you both flanked me on either side, uh, of that mm-hmm. so that I was insulated from all the, yeah. the, the jerk offs of the world. So I appreciate that. I was, mm-hmm. I was just hoping I was just sending up like wall energy. I was like, let Steven not be bothered by this. By these I really little... let it go a lot. Good, good. Little yeah. gremlins. We had some little gremlins mm-hmm. right next to us. They really and, were yeah. running around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And kind of screaming and all that. But uh, no, I've had better luck at theaters overall uh, since I've tried back a, a few times a year. Uh, but that was fun with you guys. We did that. And then when I got Andy's ice cream or, or frozen custard rather, and, uh, and that was really fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, you guys had seen it twice. I'm really, look, really looking forward to watching it again, but it was uh, super fun watching it with you guys. Dude, yes. It was a great time. Dude, yeah. And mm-hmm. we all need to move to different states so we can, a different collective state so that we can watch movies together more often. Cause, it was uh, so fun. That was the most fun. Just and I don't want to live with, in Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, we got to <laughs> figure out a, a mythical third state. Do you think there's any left? Yeah. Montana. Mm. <laughs> what if we That's just where uh, Hannah lives? Did uh, yeah. who lives there? Hannah, Montana. Oh man, she's the owner yeah. of the state. Wow. So she like the governor? Well, Stephen, it's the best of both worlds. Okay. <laughs> so she's the governor and the lieutenant governor. Wow. She's really uh-huh. got a lot of hats. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, mm. I okay. look forward to eventually someday being with you guys in the same spot again because uh, it was super fun watching. You know, watching a movie together in a theater and all that. And, uh, yeah, good times. Dude, yeah, for sure. Half the reason for seeing a movie with your friends is for the parking lot conversation afterward. And, uh, you know, uh, like Steven said, afterward, we went to uh, Andy's Frozen Mm -hmm. Custard and uh, uh, got some sweet treats and and talked about the movie a bit. So, uh, yeah, it was was good times. Uh, That doesn't happen often enough, you know? Right. Matter of fact, we should uh, do that every day. Every day. 
Uh, I yeah. I live far from you guys, but I will take that plane trip to go see things all the time. Like I wish we had gone to see to see Barbie together. I wish we had had that Dude. opportunity mm-hmm. to see that movie together. Oh wait, because oh my goodness, I saw Barbie a wild this Amanda appears with my wife who requested to be here today. Yay! So this is my my lovely wife Amanda is here to join us briefly for some Barbie talk because uh, she really okay. missed out on the fun. So there you go. And Yay. our dog, here we uh, go. we're getting her set up. Maggie there May is also the background. So she also is a Barbie girl. All right. But she wasn't allowed out of the theater. We're living in a Barbie dicks. world, of course. Yes. Yeah. So we're just getting to Barbie talk right now. We talked about Spider-Man for a second. Wait, uh, but... Before we get too far into it, Amanda, eating shit, good or bad? Eating shit? Yeah, I'm real. Yeah. Um, I've never done it. Probably not my preference. <laughs> okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. I yeah. want to make sure we're on the same page here. We've had a, a weird conversation today to start it off. <laughs> before we That's go, we wanted to go brown. Yeah. I don't want to eat right. shit mm-hmm. literally or figuratively. Yeah. So. Amanda doesn't like tripping or anything. Yeah. Eating shit. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but, I tried uh, tripping once. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got to see Barbie today, which is really fun. Um, you guys had seen that first. Mm-hmm. I think Brent got to see it the first out of all of our group. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, mm-hmm. super fun to uh, to hear you guys talk about it and everything. And then uh, Allison got to go, and then we got to go this morning with some of our other friends as well. So we got to go to Alamo Draft House, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a pretty good experience. We mm-hmm. got a, a soft pretzel, so that's always a good day. And uh, I do oh have my something God. to say about our experience, but oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was pretty decent, but our our waitress did suck. Oh, well, we, yeah, we went to oh, the draft house. Yeah, we did. Um, we got there like twenty minutes early. They try to get you to like thirty minutes early so you can get like your food and stuff. And all we did was order like a pretzel and like a Dr Pepper and a Coke. And um, it was like thirty minutes later we got our Dr Pepper and Coke. It was like ten minutes later we got the pretzel. But uh, it was so salty, it was hard to eat without uh, something to quench it down. So she kept coming back. She'd come back with nothing. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, did you need drinks? And we'd be like, yeah. And we'd tell her. And she'd come back with water. And we'd be like, that wasn't ours. And she's like, that's right, Dr. Pepper. Hold on. And uh, yeah. Wow. Was, yeah. When wow. we were trying to enjoy the movie as well, that was that was quite distracting for yeah. the first little bit. So uh, I might that have missed is... the first little bit of mm-hmm. yeah. Barbie. But uh, yeah, so let's let's discuss Barbie for a sec. Are, no spoilers, right? No spoilers. I didn't. Do yeah, spoiler still out in theaters. Okay. Just got there. Okay. I know you got to keep it mm-hmm. keep it reined in. I'm not even sure you guys. You guys had said the other in our text group that uh, you guys hadn't even seen trailers. Mm-hmm. Really, I've been watching a lot of the trailers and TV spots for it, mm-hmm. so I know mm-hmm. some of what was out there. But um, a lot of the actual mm-hmm. like story wasn't really released. It, all I all I knew going into it was that uh, there was like a a Barbie land. That has like a bunch of Barbies and Kins in it, and then there's a real world that Barbie comes to. So I didn't know if it was going to be like a, I didn't know the vibe of it. It was I, I was looking at it like it was going to be self aware, like a Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, but I came away with it more like an elf. It was like her leaving like this mythical cardboard sort of land to like the real world. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was cool. I I like stuff that's a little self aware like that. Um, I think everybody in it was great. Yeah. Uh, it was a super fun, bright mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, had a perfect really good time. summer movie. Yeah, perfect summer movie for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the only thing I really knew from seeing that one trailer about the beach off, like that was one of the scenes they showed early. The I was like, off. okay, I'm fully in on this. But all all I really knew was that fucking Shang Chi was going to fight Young Her- 
Hercules for oh, yeah. the affections of Harley Quinn. And that was that was kind of <laughs> it, you know? And uh, so it's just like uh, two Canadians fighting over an Australian woman. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was really all I knew. I didn't even know about the going to the real world. Um, I knew okay. maybe like a day or two before that America Ferreira was in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I like her. She was great. And that was it. Like the, the whole story was like uh, unfolded before me as I was watching the movie. Right. But holy shit, I had such a fucking fun time watching this movie. I went with my wife and two of her female friends and uh, I was uh, we're the only person wearing uh, the brightest pink uh, there. You know, I got to fucking represent. I was a little disappointed in them. But um, otherwise, it, it was fun to see, like, at the movie theater. And we went on a Wednesday night. And mm-hmm. the theater was probably, like, half full when we got there. And then people were, people were still, like, rolling in uh, as the movie was starting. So <laughs> it was, like, a decent showing. And I just saw today uh today we're recording july 30th that after 10 days in the box office here in the states barbie has made 700 and like 50 million dollars yeah. or something that's like that amazing which yeah. is a huge amount yeah. i think that's yeah. worldwide but even still that's still, like that's crazy a, though a colossal achievement you know so yeah. that's wild i don't think that i really maybe i saw one trailer but i saw more of the like marketing material like they had Mm -hmm. posters of all of the different barbies and it's like this barbie is president this barbie is a supreme court justice so unrealistic i know it's ridiculous and um (laughs) 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 and um and then i saw like margot robbie every press tour that she did she was in like a historic barbie outfit like her stylist mm. recreated all of these Barbie outfits. And so I was just like, I'm here for this. I think the movie will be fun mm. and great. Um, I didn't really realize it was going to a different world or like to the real world. Mm. Um, they revealed that like in the second or third trailer. So that was out there eventually. Mm-hmm. But at first it's it only would ever show mm-hmm. her in Barbie land, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's like unless the movie only takes place there, like... Um, like they would, they wouldn't be able to show anything outside of that. And then once you see the movie, you you realize like you know they're in there, kind of half and half, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, what do you think, Allison? You uh, you seem to like it through text at least. Yeah, I I super loved it. No spoilers, just big fan. Um, I had no idea where it was going to go, and I think my general hopes was that it would really serve our generation, and I really think that it delivered on that. Yeah. I think that like. In the back of my mind, I was like, what are they going to do with this, especially plot wise and um, in the direction that it went? I was so incredibly satisfied. And everybody that I've talked to that, you know, um, sort of grew up playing with Barbie feels the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, again, that's not spoilery. I think that to live in a a time that like we grew up playing with something like that and then um, and we've seen a complete change in perspective and then we can have a movie made by somebody of our generation that like acknowledges the complexity of um oh gosh the entire subject playing with a barbie and then growing up through it and learning about ourselves it's it was an incredible incredible Mm -hmm. piece of work to me Mm -hmm. yeah and it's really fun too like um one of the things amanda and i talked about afterwards like i 
I wasn't like floored by it. Like I think I expected, like just from what I've heard and people were so excited about it, but it was like really good and I had a ton of fun, but it mm-hmm. actually only took me like mm-hmm. a couple hours to be like, you know what? It feels like a movie that doesn't get made anymore. Like that got made around our, our childhood. Mm-hmm. Like it had elements of like Greece with like the, the music numbers being like really bright and colorful on sound stages. And it just was like, they just really went for it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, man, mm-hmm. I could, it was like, it took me a few hours to be like, not only does it have like a good message and it actually like, you know, does, it has something to say. Uh, it is also extremely fun and has this like great feminine, feminine energy that I think will be watched at slumber parties for fucking decades. Like yeah. it looks, it seems oh, like dude, yeah. those movies, you know? I also thought it was amazing that it's like, it felt like a summer movie. It felt really fun and bright and playful and girly and all those things. And then it touched on like really deep topics in a way mm-hmm. that resonated and hit the way that mm-hmm. it was supposed to, but it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was like beating you over the head about it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and it, it didn't feel preachy. No. And I didn't really go into a Barbie movie thinking mm-hmm. it was going to like make me think at the end or anything. Yeah. I would hope that that would be what it is, but you don't know. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that I went in with probably every person that I know that had seen it was just like, Oh my God, it's the best movie I've ever seen. Or like just very excited about it. And so I think I went in with like extremely high expectations. Yeah. And so that sort of, isn't probably not how I should have. I should have just gone in hoping that it was going to be like a fun movie. So I sort of felt the same way as Steven. Like afterwards, I was like, I mean, it was really fun. It was good. But like, did it blow me away? And the more the day has gone on, the more it's like stuck in my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, And I almost want to see it again now knowing what to expect. And (laughs) that way I think I could have a lot more fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I I was curious too, like wondering what, um, I mean, like the entire first chunk of it was really, uh, it was just like super satisfying because, you know, as a, the little girl part of me was like, oh my God, here are all these things that we've played with. Um, And I'm like, that's not going to be as interesting of a payoff for somebody who didn't play with Barbie, like your traditional guys or, you know, whatever. So I was wondering if, um, I was really wondering how guys would connect to it. My kiddo loved it and he's never been around a barbie at all uh really not because of like gender norms but because now i'm like fucking barbie you know i'm like i wouldn't give that to my kid Um, (laughs) (laughs) and they talk about that in the movie which is but you know what's crazy about that is if you like look back on it 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 was sort of crazy for its time Like, to Mm -hmm. make a woman be anything she wanted to be. Like, yeah, she came in, like, a really tiny frame, and she was really pretty, and she was always wearing a dress or whatever, but she was, like, Dr. Barbie, Vet Barbie. She was, you know, an Mm -hmm. EMT. She was, like, it was sort of this way of telling girls, like, you can do these things, but it was still wrapped up in, like, a pretty little bow. And I think that's probably the problem that we have with it now is, like, reinforcing those sort of like this is what a woman should look like or whatever and now we're like barbie doesn't have to be tiny or thin or beautiful or fashionable or whatever Mm -hmm. 
to be all of those things. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because it made me hate Barbie less. Like, because they were like, oh, but Barbie empowers women. And I'm like, not really. Um, Mm. (laughs) But then they, you know, they kind of took the, that, uh, they helped me deal with that perspective. I don't know. I don't even want, I'm like, we could deep dive this way too long. Um, Yeah. I'm sure Mattel is very happy for the, the like PR sort of mm-hmm. rewriting of Barbie. They're like, oh, yes, all these things that we were, <laughs> we've been worried about in like popular culture. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't been I was kind relevant. of surprised at, at the way that Mattel was allowed to be portrayed yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Not to spoil anything, but I was just like, wow, they're really like kind of uh, going after the, uh, the, the corporation right. there. But yeah. I think it's all like tongue in cheek enough to where, you know, that may not be the case of how they're like set up or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like the marketing strategy of like, if you love Barbie, you'll love this movie. If you hate Barbie, you'll love this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's all like, it all makes sense. Smart. I was, I was trying to keep a, an eye toward both of those viewpoints as I was watching the movie. And I was like, I, I see how it all like could be represented in this movie, but it all kind of coalesces together toward the end of it to where it's just like, Oh, it's just a movie that you're watching, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, I, I was invested enough like in the Schindler's characters list. that yeah. it really didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Schindler's Barbie list. Yeah. There's the two cult classics. The, everybody, everybody grew up yeah. watching the slumber the, parties. You saw the red <laughs> coat, right? In Barbie, like amongst all the pink, it was, like it was a homage. It, it's hard to pick out, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Spielberg's mm-hmm. GI Joe coming 2025. You know, well, I guess J.J. Abrams is doing a Hot Wheels movie. Oh, there you go. You hear about this? I heard about a Hot Wheels movie. I didn't know he was involved. Mm. Yeah. Watch that. So there's that. Well, Mm. thank you, Amanda, for joining us for some Barbie talk today. It was uh, it was super fun having you in and it was super fun watching the movie with you today. I know I had fun, too. Could you? Yeah. Would you mind? And this is not this is not a feminism thing. Mm -hmm. It's just simply that Mm -hmm. I'm recording right now and I really am hungry. Can you get me that pretzel? Can you go get me a pretzel? (laughs) Listen, Houston's a it's a big city. It's a forty five minute drive one way, but I need that pretzel. Mm. (laughs) You do feed me almost exclusively, so I'm getting a pretzel tonight, guys. I'm getting a pretzel tonight. Hell yeah, get you a pretzel, boy. Euphemism. Getting a pretzel? Getting a pretzel. Yeah. Not yeah, that kind I'm of pretzel. Getting, mm-hmm. Not that kind. She's, yeah, it's like a, I'm it's a, get a new little kink. cheese dip. She, she wraps my body up and, and, and contorts me in ways that I can't get out, and then she just dumps mm-hmm. bags of salt on me. It's I really know. painful. Yeah. 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 Enjoyable, but painful. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why we still do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys Steven, have fun. Steven exclaims, it's time to get soft. And then it just it's, it goes down. Goes down from there. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys have so much fun. All right, Bye, see you, Amanda. I have like so many more things to say about Barbie, and I don't even i I don't even know how to self edit for that. I'm just like that's that's a whole movie unto itself. That's a whole that's lot. Problem uh, with maybe that, yeah. maybe once it comes out on like streaming or yeah. whatever, we can do a like a deep dive episode mm-hmm. and really like go through it because there there is a lot to explore. There's a lot there. And uh, like Amanda was saying, I was thinking about it days later. Mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I like this part. I like this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you'll stick with me. Uh, more. I was watching. Yeah, yeah, I was watching some YouTube videos where they were talking about. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, the, the four girls at the the lunch table 
in the movie are supposed to represent like the Bratz characters or something like that. And oh, I was like, ah, I had no fucking idea. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff to dissect. I felt like when I was watching the movie, I was so focused on trying to figure out where the story was going that I missed a lot of <laughs> jokes and missed some dialogue and whatnot. Yeah. So it will be cool to go back and, and explore that. Yeah, I would say, but yeah, sure. overall Barbie's a goddamn hit, right on, uh, yeah. a surprise hit of the summer. I really thought that the Barbenheimer thing was going to lead. <laughs> uh, Barbie was going to get like, you know, some runoff from opposite but i feel like it's going the other way yeah. where barbie has really blown past oppenheimer by far For sure. but also oppenheimer is 700 years long so yeah. that could be a big people are still in it, it watching know? it that's, did, their, that's their problem right yeah mm-hmm. that's true yeah did you did either of you guys see that oppenheimer not yet i've not seen it no, no. i haven't either mm-hmm. but the kid did see it and he said it was like hmm. it was pretty yeah drug on and it was kind of boring and I kind of feel like can see that. with the way that the marketing went, I'm like, they were really trying to blow that up because they, they needed to make money on that but movie. Um, well, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't even mean to do Brent that. Brent said something earlier, though, about uh, Barbie making like, it's like $750 million worldwide mm-hmm. right now or something like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, when I was, In 10 days. When I was reading about it on the Wikipedia today after we watched it, um, they said that it had gone through like development hell. It was going to be like an Amy Schumer movie for a long time. And like it went to yep. Anne Hathaway and then to Margot Robbie. And they said when she was trying to make it and she was trying to sell it with her attached, uh, she told the studio heads, girls are going to love this. It's going to make a billion dollars and laughed. And I'm like, holy Mm -hmm. shit. And almost two weeks. She's almost right. But that's wild. And and also well deserved. Uh, Man, I'm so glad it wasn't an Amy Schumer movie. Oh, my God. She's really just I just don't like her stuff as much anymore. Me neither. uh, Yeah, I think it could have been Mm. interesting. She said it would have done it would have been like a I think similar movie, but in a different the different humor. Um, I find her humor more uh, rude was the first word that came up in my head. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it it doesn't rub me the right way usually. And this had a lot of heart, and I think Margot Robbie can really sell that, which was nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was fun and bright and pink, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, good movie for Fuck the yeah. summer, man. I think especially now with like the world so topsy turvy and dark and heavy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's like literally like two days ago, I was like, well, Amanda, scientists say that the Gulf Stream is gonna shut down and Europe's gonna be put in ice age, but Barbie's out, and look, yeah. we're, yeah. Like, yeah. we're so happy now. So there yeah. you go, you yeah. know. I know my Gotta kids sent me an article it. that uh, the the temperature of the ocean around Florida is right. like extreme and it basically is just going to kill. Yeah, it's going to kill all the coral. And I'm like, fuck. I've hated um, coral for a long time. I've said it for <laughs> years. Yeah. I'll put you a fucking you, octopus you, in the face. I don't care. But wait, wait. Do you hate coral or octopi? Because these are two different things, Stephen. Wait, Stephen, I, I knew to, to go under the sea. Uh, it's so much sea. better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Under I don't believe that you know it. It's wetter down there. I well, <laughs> I heard from a front bottom that <laughs> it, it was not too bad. Check those outtakes. Um, anyway, well, did you guys want to go ahead and get into the main topic today? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Does that sound fun? Absolutely excellent. Was- so yeah, today we are here for uh, Princess Mononoke, the first in our Miyazaki series. 
And I don't even know. I had that list, Brent, of the the full thing. I know you you put them on our uh, internal calendar here. Uh, but we have five weeks of of episodes in August, which is awesome. We were actually recording this at the very yeah. end of July. That means we get to squeeze one more in there, which is great. Um, because Brent mm-hmm. and I are completely new to all of these films. Is that correct, Brent? You haven't seen a yeah. single uh, Studio Ghibli film as well? That's correct. I, matter of fact, I'm so new to it, I could have sworn it was pronounced Studio Ghibli. And <laughs> we need to discuss via that. our text yeah. conversation <laughs> earlier today uh, that I caught up on after I was done mowing, I was like, oh, I've been saying this wrong in my head, though, mm-hmm. because I don't really like talk about these movies because i've never seen them i don't know anyone who who has personally but it ever since we put out the social media posts uh some of our our fellow uh podcasters and some of our listeners have expressed interest in it Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. it sounds like they're excited to uh hear us talk about it uh but it's very rare that you and i are both uh completely in the dark about a particular huge um I don't know if this is a franchise, but like a, yeah. a, a massive worldwide filmmakers uh, oeuvre yeah. uh, like this. Like mm-hmm. the, I, I've not seen like I was literally like going through there. It's like, I wonder if I've seen at least one of <laughs> <Right>. these studio, <laughs> studio Ghibli movies, <laughs> nope. even if it's not a Miyazaki movie. I hadn't seen a goddamn one of them. It's a and I was like, wow, I, massive blind yeah. spot, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very eager to talk about this movie and then, like, explore the right. other movies. Uh, just for, like, full disclosure, I thought about throwing on a different movie, you know, kind of leading up to this week. But I thought, no, I'm going to mm. save Princess Mononoke. Just, like, start there before right. I explore anything further because I want to go in as fresh as possible. I don't want to confuse this with any other of his works. So I've not watched the next movie, which is Howl's Moving Castle or Spirited Away, Ponyo, My Neighbor, or My Neighbor Totoro. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to every single one of those. Excellent. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And then Allison... Yay. You are the one that uh, kind of like first started talking to us about these. And then mm-hmm. we came to you for advice on like which ones to watch first. As Brent said, I also don't know how to like describe mm-hmm. them almost. Um, it's like just like a filmography from this group and this and this director in particular. But um, they have no connection points. These movies are all like independent of each other. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, so far so good. I, I like where we started as well. Uh, tell us your history with this franchise or whatever, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, total disclaimer, I'm I'm no expert. Um, I feel Oh, my God, mm. we've we've done it again, Stephen. Cut her mic. She's (laughs) damn it. She's not gonna be helpful at all. all. We know is non experts. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just I'm just a fan in general. Um, And I've I've read a little bit. And I've watched a lot of the stuff over the years. Um, I'm I was super surprised that you guys haven't seen any Mm. of them because I was going back through, uh, you know, the timeline of just like reading some of Miyazaki's history and Studio Ghibli's history. And I was like, damn, mm-hmm. they have been around technically longer than I thought, I guess, than I even realized. Um, I don't know how you guys got away with not freaking it's watching wild. these. How did that happen? I've heard of them for years. I just yeah. never. And once you, I don't know, for me, it was like, I didn't know where to start. I didn't know anybody that really yeah. watched them. And so yeah. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. And they just kept coming out and I'm just like lost. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm surprised yeah. that we've never watched them together. I, yeah, I it's know. shocking. So yeah. I think um, for me, probably like I was thinking about my timeline. I probably started watching them in my late teens, early 20s mm-hmm. um, around whenever <laughs> I had my kiddo because I had my kiddo when I was 21. I was a baby. Yes. Um <laughs> And I want to say I saw Princess Mononoke first. Um, so that's okay. it's kind of fun that we're doing Good that to yeah, begin yeah. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in years. I was it was super interesting to watch it again because I have such a different perspective watching it now. I think mm-hmm. when I had begun watching Miyazaki films, I I mean, I was a movie fan, but I had not watched a lot of anime and I didn't have a really good frame of reference for this. So um mm-hmm. so to come at it with more reference education perspective it was really cool to see it now so i'm i'm interested to see how you guys responded to it as 30 something year olds i'm like right. well <laughs> and and a 40 year old um i'm oh burn oh, uh, <laughs> i i think when i was young i just there were some parts and i'm i'm curious to see what you guys think of like spirited away also that um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That maybe didn't resonate for me as well until I got older, which is funny because they're very, I will say, Stephen, actually the through line of mm-hmm. so much of what Miyazaki does and what Studio Ghibli does is um, is childlike wonder. Right. Um, I heard that. I feel like reading they, about him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they connect you so well to that and then nature also, which is really fun. Um, nature, mythology, and then freaking childhood all of these are really 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 good for that so even if you you know culturally or even like just first time watching them you're kind of like what is this weird demon that's suddenly on the screen and you're like but why um (laughs) you can kind of get uh the themes you know the themes that are that are running through all of these so i'm i'm super curious to see what you guys have to say about it yeah, that's uh, that's rad. I'm really looking forward to getting more into all the filmography of this because the the first one, spoiler alert for me, was fucking amazing. Um, Good. I think uh, Princess Mononoke, and th- this is all a, a spoiler-free section, so we can just kind of talk mm-hmm. about it there. But um, mm-hmm. man, I was just blown away at the. I knew they were going to be beautiful and heartfelt, and and I, I had heard of that childlike wonder, but man, this felt like. Um, <laughs> It felt like I I had never heard of or 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 read the books or seen a trailer for Lord of the Rings and then all of a sudden someone just sat me down for Lord of the Rings and I was like what the fuck yeah this, like mm-hmm. fully realized world and like especially not knowing the rest of his filmography and like just watching yeah. this one I was like man this uh, Miyazaki guy is good like he's an up and comer they should give him some more projects he's really <laughs> out the game <laughs> like it felt like so fully formed and clearly he is because this wasn't his first film but to me it yeah. was and. Uh, what an introduction, I think. Uh, I think this was a good start. Um, you're really looking forward to seeing the the whimsy of the rest of the films as well. But uh, I think this one was uh, was awesome. And I, I'll say now, too, these were all available. I think everything we're doing is available on, on Max, which is yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to find uh, if you have that service. And um, But uh, and also, I wanted to double tap on to the, uh, the Ghibli thing. I had sent you guys a video that I had, I had seen of someone that breaks it down. And uh, essentially, it, it came from like an aircraft from Italy that uh, Miyazaki really loves aircraft. And he just liked this name. And, it, and in Italy, it is Ghibli. But uh, in Japanese, they don't mm. say it that way. And so like it really could be either way. Uh, was the idea of the video that it's like it really doesn't matter and if you really say it the way the Japanese do you wouldn't say it either of those anyway they have like a third way 
Um, and so, and we would sound stupid saying it that way. So I think, uh, yeah, we're going to try to, to say Ghibli from now yeah. on. Ghibli. Uh, not Ghibli, not like Gibby Haynes, the front man for the butthole surfers, oh, right. but Ghibli, like, I like the cut of your Ghibli, oh, that yeah. type of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool, 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 yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. cool, 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 yeah. yeah. And the butthole surfers, man, that could really be the, the theme banned for our outtakes so uh i like it yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, check those out i'm totally down (laughs) so um yeah uh i i usually would run down the cast list um Mm -hmm. on on films such as these i always feel like i'm that is just a recipe for me butchering people's names um and in particular uh i also wanted to mention because we had asked allison if we should watch the dubbed versions versus the subtitled versions especially with this type of thing i'm always curious um, they were both available for this one, at least, uh, that I had checked on Max. I tried them mm-hmm. both. Uh, I was curious, Brent, did you watch this one just dubbed or did you watch it subtitled? How'd you try it? Yes, I went, I went dubbed. Uh, I gotta be honest. I ain't got no time for <laughs> reading no subtitles. I'm not this person. We've discussed this on the podcast before. I'm not going to do that. I understand people have, uh, strong opinions about it especially when it comes to anime there's two separate cults uh (laughs) dubbed versus subbed i'm not trying to wade into any of those battlegrounds i've already chosen my side Mm -hmm. i'm going dubbed all the way uh i understand that there's a lot of script uh changes for it just to be able to mount uh, match the lip flap Mm. for the the characters and sometimes you've got a whole brick worth of dialogue you've got to cram into you know three open mouth segments and it's it's just not going to work so you have to like truncate it down that's fine as long as you kind of get the point across hey man we got to do what we got to (laughs) do right uh also when it comes to like these visuals that's Mm. like a huge component of a miyazaki movie Mm -hmm. right is the visuals everything that's on the screen even the stuff that's not drawn by animators like the backgrounds are so lush and vibrant and beautiful to look at i'm not trying to have like weird blocks of text over (laughs) the top of that like i understand people don't want the the script to change because that's not the original filmmaker's intent i also feel like the original filmmaker's intent is not to have chunky black boxes (laughs) with white text in it obstructing the views of it yeah so uh yeah that's that's where i've uh, drawn the line in the sand so uh yeah I'm, I'm dubbed all the way for every one of these also the voice cast for mm. most of these movies from what i understand is is pretty well cast yes you know yeah. as i was listening to it i was i was hearing voices that i recognized uh maybe like once or twice but after i didn't like look up the voice actors the american voice actors until i'm sorry the english speaking voice actors until after the movie was over, and I was like, oh, that's who that character was. Like, Minnie Driver had no fucking clue. Yeah, really? But I thought she did great, you know? Yeah. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell oh, her. Man. Well, I don't know her well enough, but Claire Danes, I was I like, that's her. fucking Claire Danes. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, yeah. Allison, I, I, I heard Billy Bob Thornton, yeah. you know? I could hear him, yeah. He's, his kind of cracked me up. It didn't really match the guy mm-hmm. to me. Um, I think oh, because okay, Billy yeah. Bob is tall and skinny, and that guy was, like, really short and stout, and I was like, I just... Uh, it just didn't work uh, in my head, but like a teapot. Yes, and Billy Bob is not a teapot. Mm-hmm. He's more of a candlestick. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a linear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You guys see that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, <laughs> Allison, did you watch this dubbed on your rewatch? Uh, yeah, yeah. I totally. I always watch them dubbed, even though mm-hmm. in general I am I'm good with the anime with the subs, and I like the subs. Uh, I like to listen. I like to do a lot of things both ways. I and I really think. 
in general, we don't have to deep dive the subject, but it's like, it kind of depends on the property. Um, Mm -hmm. Just like with this, this was a really well produced dub property with really good voice acting. Um, It all makes sense. uh, Contextually, the dialogue was great. It it was just, it's fabulous. It's really well done, but not everything dubbed is good. Um, And Mm -hmm. sometimes it'll make me crazy. Like, because <laughs> I'm a language nerd sometimes I'll be watching something dubbed and I'll have the subtitles on and I'll be like that translation is so completely totally off and it's really <laughs> pissing me off like it makes right. me super mad because um, sometimes I want to know but I think that especially with his particulars Miyazaki is with his work I'm positive he helped make sure that uh, that you know the the translations the voice right. acting all of that was was really true to the spirit you know mm-hmm. of of the work i noticed even at the end i'd never noticed this before uh watching the credits some of the music had been adapted um i think the theme song into like an english version and they did a translation they had both a translator and then they had an adapter and neil gaiman was the man who adapted the music so he probably took the translation what he did the whole neil- he did the script. He did the script. Oh, yeah. did he? Mm-hmm. Did Gaiman yeah, do yeah. the script? That's yeah. fucking fabulous. That actually makes so much yeah, utter yeah. sense to me mm-hmm. because he writes phenomenal books <laughs> and his stuff. Um, he's really good with dialogue. He's really, yeah. mm, he's really good with fantasy and, um, and the fantastical, which when I've gone back and looked into all of this, I'm realizing, oh, Miyazaki and and studio ghibli really used a lot of fantasy material and they've actually used a couple of fantasy authors for like Howl's moving castle was based off of a fantasy author's series i had no idea um anyway so yay for some freaking some real masters of language also Mm -hmm. like being parts of the work which is fabulous because i mean Brent's spot on. I mean, the work is also really, it's visual, but Miyazaki doesn't miss a damn detail. He's like, everything has to be perfect, which I hear was made working with him hard. Um, mm-hmm. He seems yeah. like a perfectionist. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. They uh, they said at one point that there's like 120,000 frame, like cells that they drew for this. And he, yeah. he hand corrected 80,000 of them, they estimate. Like so, yeah. it's something like these crazy numbers. Can you imagine? Um, that he was directly Oof. involved in, which is pretty crazy. Um, I mm. uh, I went I went over all of you guys. I watched this dubbed, but I put on the fucking closed captioning, so I had subtitles too, baby. What up? <laughs> yeah, I totally do that. <laughs> that is hilarious and surprising. Wait, Stephen, did you only watch it one time, or did you watch it so, twice? So yeah, I've only watched it once. I watched it yesterday okay. morning, which was a Saturday morning, so it was like my Saturday morning cartoon. It was perfect for that, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I awesome. was out to brunch with friends, so I was alone. It was great. Um, but yeah, I watched it dubbed. I, I watched about 30 minutes of it, and then I just switched to the Japanese one and that scene, which was uh, like an attack scene or something. Just wanted yeah. to see what it was like. And yeah. immediately I was like, I can't follow this. This is way too fucking fast. Like, yeah. there's just yeah. so much going on. And then, like Brent said, too, like, it's just the visuals are so fucking beautiful that you don't want to yeah. have to to look away and stuff. And they... It was almost like they were distracting just because I had already been watching it for 30 minutes and knew Billy Bob's voice and I knew Claire Dane's voice and stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like right. nobody I've ever heard of in a, in a language I'm not used to. And 
it was pretty jarring, but I, I like I've tried that before with anime. It's kind of interesting to try it both ways. You can immediately see the script differences, though. Um, like they don't even call them gods. They call them like powerful beings or something. And and then like they mm-hmm. I, when I was reading a little bit about it, they said that when uh, Harvey Weinstein got involved with Miramax to release this in the U.S., he wanted to cut it down from like two hours to like 90 minutes and they were mm-hmm. like no fucking way or whatever and uh there's like this famous Good anecdote for them. where Fuck Harvey someone, Weinstein. yeah they said that some either uh i can't think of his name right now uh either miyazaki or someone from the, the studio ghibli team apparently just sent a weinstein uh katana and it just said no cuts and they yeah. released it as is so that's like the this, really? like, famous story about it yeah that happened which is pretty great uh, but he wanted to, you know, change some things. And then he, he requested that Neil Gaiman had changed things from like God, like to gods and like forest creature or was like forest spirit was like a, a word they like made up cause it was like easier to translate or something like that. So I, I think mm-hmm. they did the best they could and they got the best people involved, you know, so that works. But, yeah. Um, it was definitely easier. Yeah. And I think better watching it dubbed in the, like the cast, Claire Danes, Minnie Driver, Billy Crudup. I fucking love that guy. Like, so many people involved yeah. that are really great. So uh, Keith David, when Keith, when fucking oh Goliath comes on and starts narrating, I was like, yeah. this movie's great. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good people. Have I told y'all about gargoyles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you guys want to go ahead and get into spoilers? I think it's hard to, to keep it attached Dude, yeah, anymore sure. to, to non-spoiler yeah, Absolutely. Talk. All right. Sure. So here be spoilers from, from here on out. But uh yeah so i don't have any notes for this uh allison going back to your question a few minutes ago you'd asked if i had seen this only once uh when i really like a movie especially when i really like a movie um i generally want to i want to watch it again like right away that works for very few movies that really really like just tickle something in me (laughs) that uh that i need um, but for the most part, it can ruin it. Like his pretzels getting soft <laughs> as shit right now. <laughs> um, and so this one, I knew I want, I needed to like, let it rest. I, yeah. I almost liked it so much that I, I went back today before the show and I watched a, a few trailers and some clips and I just kind of fast forwarded through it. And even yeah. that I was like, I have to stop because it's so precious to me almost. Uh, mm. so mm. I didn't write many notes cause I wanted to have the full experience wash over me. Um, yeah, but yeah that's awesome. I, I'm ready to talk about whatever. So uh, if you guys have anything yeah. you want to specifically yeah, mention, go for it. So Allison, you want to start us off here? Dude, one of the cool facts that I wrote down, I have a bunch of notes, but one of the cool ones is the term Mononoke is not a mm. name, but it's a Japanese mm. word for super supernatural shape-shifting beings that possess people and cause suffering, disease, or death. Yeah. I wondered about that. Yeah, yeah. I when I was watching the movie and she showed up like 25, 30 minutes into the movie, I was like, oh, that must be Princess Mononoke. <laughs> and then later on, I heard like her wolf mother call her what I thought was son. I was like, oh, wait, is she like a trans girl? Is, or mm. is, is that what this is? And then uh, I was like, I turned on the subtitles briefly yeah. just to see it was like mm-hmm. spelled S-A-N. So uh-huh. uh, and I guess that's the uh, like a Japanese word for the third. She's like oh. the third oh, child. Yeah. E-R-son. Yeah, because there's like okay. two other wolves. Yeah, right on. Yeah. yeah. So the, the Mononoke part is just in reference to, uh, I guess, San's role in the movie. She's an unknowable yeah. thing. I definitely mm. thought that was her name going into this. Um, mm. I saw, too, that uh, Miyazaki had said that he actually had a, a different title in mind, and it was like The Adventures of 
Too fast, too furious. Yeah, <laughs> but it was already it didn't taken. make sense at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was already yeah. uh, it was already on the docket. But um, uh, yeah. Ashi Ashitaka, it was me like the uh-huh. the brave journey of Ashitaka or whatever Prince Ashi, and I was like, oh, that would have made more yeah. more sense. Just in terms of like not knowing anything about this and going into it, I definitely thought that was all about her, and uh, it's really mm-hmm. like him mm-hmm. is he's kind of like the main character we follow around, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, like, she's the one that walks between worlds. Mm-hmm. A day walker, oh. if you will. Uh, she's, like, a human, so she should be on the side of the humans, but she was born, uh, well, I guess not born, but, like, she was adopted by these uh, woodland gods, essentially, and raised as a wolf. And she thinks she's a wolf, right? So uh, I, I feel like she's the, the pivot point for the whole mm-hmm. movie. For if sure. she's not there, then, like... Uh, it's just a, a bloodbath. Yeah. It's like speaking of bloodbath, this movie is way more violent than I thought mm. it was going to be. Oh yeah. Like people are just getting their heads shot off by a fucking arrow oh, and yeah. shit. Just losing limbs. And it's just like, it's, it's so, it's so much <laughs> more intense than I expected. Definitely so, yes. That was a yeah. cool revelation. It really yeah. is. I think that, um, I think whenever I had watched it the first time, I was like super creeped out by the demon pig and and like all the battling and stuff. And I felt like it was really dark, actually, the first time that I watched it. And then watching it this time, I don't know, it just it doesn't feel quite that way for me. Um, But I and I laughed, actually, when um, when he shot off like the arm of the guy and then he shot off that. I I was like, yeah, that was overpowered. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I would love to see um, that live action. Just to see what that, what that, because when it happens yeah. in a, in any kind of animated thing, you like, you can do whatever. So you're just like, yeah, I'll go with that. Sure. But I'm like, mm-hmm. but okay, the arrow's really small. So how did the head fly off? Like, I want to see that, <laughs> you know, the logistics. It's just it's power, yeah. just, just magical demon arm power. I mean, that's pretty um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't expect this in any of the other movies. It's, they're not violent like this. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's a, I told the man that was like, there's another one that I think is, it's called like Kiki's delivery service delivery or something service, yeah and i was like it's a i think it's about a witch who like delivers stuff with her cat i think i think these movies are gonna be because I, I told her like before watching it i was like i don't know if you'll be in any of these or not i might just watch them and then bring her in if, if i felt like it and this one yeah. i was yeah. like i don't know that she would care for this she's she likes yeah. like lord of the rings but she's not like a huge fan of them um that kind of like these big epics but i was like i think some of the other ones might be right up her alley so we're just gonna take them one by one steven this is something that i didn't even think about but maybe we should have explored like since none of it like neither of us have seen these movies maybe we should have given our impression of what the movie was going to be about oh. just based on, purely upon like the poster <laughs> or whatever because i was like yeah. okay so this movie is about a woman and her horse dog mm-hmm. and that would have been like it for me i, mean, uh-huh. I had no idea right the other characters that's you know? the problem no, this is, is like i pretty much just have posters and that's it yeah yeah this yeah. is really good for all the rest of them because i would love for you guys to guess about spirited away howl's moving castle uh god what are the other ones we're gonna do oh my oh. name or totoro you can't guess what that shit's gonna be you have no idea i'm super <laughs> fucking curious that's exciting yeah yeah How's Moving Castle, though? We got that. Uh, what they, is they it? What to, is it, Steven? They used to advertise on here all the time. Uh, it's uh, it's a <laughs> werewolf moving service. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Which okay. is why it was good for this series, exactly. this, this okay. movie in particular. Because yeah. hmm. that is actually, that's what little little known fact is that Howl's Moving Castle is a sequel to Princess Mononoke. 
after the events of Princess Mononoke, she goes and creates mm. a, a wolf moving company. Okay. Yeah. And they move yeah. castles exclusively. Oh. No townhomes. Yeah. Yeah. No townhomes. Yeah. Specifically, no townhomes. <laughs> yeah. Don't move a condo. I like it. Yeah. But not a townhome. So. Yeah. Not a townhome. I think no. I pretty much like nailed it. that one, though. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally love it. Okay. What about uh, Spirited Away? What's that about? Brent? Well, it's about a little girl who looks directly down the barrel of the camera on a movie poster. Mm. Next. Okay. And okay. there's a mask mm-hmm. or a person there's in a, a yeah. mask. And it might not be a mask. It might just be smoking. <laughs> Jim Carrey's there. Number yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jim Carrey is spirited away. <laughs> okay. And then what is, uh, what's my neighbor Totoro about? Uh, there's a, a giant cat owl mm. that is a neighbor of some but child. What does he do? Uh, uh, some, What's he do? Oh. What's his job? Or... He stands in the rain <laughs> on a sidewalk. <laughs> it's a good job. It's a union yeah. gig. Yeah. I mean, it pays the it's bills. It's not what he wants right. to do, but, you it's know. It's passion. It's what they... Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I like it. And um, he's got a quirk. Ponyo. I'm pretty sure he's got a, a quirk that he uh, he does that thing with the... He can, like, do the coins on his knuckles. You know, he can oh. make it, like, roll across. Yeah. Yeah. So he does that and he a... looks tough. So he's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the Fonz. Mm. Okay. My neighbor Totoro. <laughs> I uh, I had forgotten the list of what we were doing, and whenever I watched this movie, mm-hmm. and I was so floored by it, and I wanted more, uh, I was like, I I'm again, I'm kind of like just going by this list that we found, and then using Allison to be like, you know, which one, which order should we watch them in? Um, kind of mm-hmm. like Brent was mm-hmm. saying too. I I had wondered Brent oftentimes for the podcast, you know, will read uh, a manga to go along with an anime or something like that i was gonna ask you buddy mm-hmm. if, you, if you're gonna do anything like that and i mm-hmm. also thought about watching other movies or like i don't doing other things but i was like uh i had a, a one of the ones we have i told you guys there's like a an alamo draft house screening like this week but it's gonna be mm-hmm. a movie we're gonna do like later in the month and i was like i don't want to yeah. do them out of order though like i i want to keep mm-hmm. it fresh to whatever this is for this experiment of the podcast so uh yeah. i'm gonna yeah. take them as we go but uh, it's definitely, I really uh, absolutely have no idea what's coming on any of the other movies, style-wise, story-wise, yeah. anything like that. But uh, this one in particular, like I said, it, it is very Lord of the Rings to me. That's what I really got. The music in particular, I was like, and it came out before Lord of the Rings did. I just didn't know this movie. Like, that came out yeah. in 2001, the first one, and this one came out in 1997. So mm. those were there. I just didn't know it. And it it also made me feel like in, in this age of, like, so many remakes and sequels and all that stuff um it made me think that like you can create an entirely new world and mythology and characters and instantly get people enveloped in that story and want to be a part of their world and those characters lives and i was uh like especially uh ashitaka the the main guy we're following through this journey mm-hmm. um to princess mononoke and all that stuff whatever like it's he in particular, I was like, man, this is like a Luke Skywalker character out of fucking nowhere. Like he was so impressive to me, uh, the nuances in general of this entire story mm. and the, that there's not just like good and evil, that it's all about how we're all good and evil. And like, there's yeah. just so many parts to it that I was just like, well, this is way more nuanced and layered than I ever expected. Mm-hmm. And I expected a lot, but holy shit, yeah. this thing blew me out of the water. Dude, for sure. One of the things that I remember Miyazaki saying in like a couple uh, little clips I've seen of him is he he'll talk about 
like we're we're not drawing characters and we're not telling stories about characters we're like it's about people um Mm. and i love that i love the shit about that i feel like every time i'm watching his characters they really are these without him even expositioning you just have a depth to each character that you can Mm -hmm. kind of read into it and it's really fucking lovely it's it's unique and special yeah um and also they're like talking animals which i like so that's yeah, cool. yeah that's cool plus, that's cool for me plus that i knew you'd love that dude i love it dude i i just want to be friends with all the animals you know yeah. that's my whole shit yeah i fucking those love wolves, it so much fucking cool man i like those wolves everything's so cool. big the like the warthogs yeah. and the pigs whatever like they're so mm. big oh my god uh, when i first saw that fucking worm hog at the beginning of the ooh, movie ooh. i was like what the fuck oh. is this this looks gross like the the first it's grotesque <sighs> oh my god yeah it is like Miyazaki's work, I know from watching that uh, the documentary uh, that's also on on Max right now, but I watched it on like a different streaming service a while back, I think, or I well, I guess it was HBO Max, whatever the fuck it <laughs> was. It was about Max. him, like, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. They took HBO it was way better, You're way different. It was purple. This one's blue. God, I'm stupid. Anyway, so uh, there was a in that documentary, it's like him trying to create something using cgi as Mm -hmm. one of his tools for animation Mm -hmm. and in it he has like he's got some reservations about it but then like the company he's working with or the the people who are bringing him the technology kind of not really twist his arm but they like give him some better ideas of like oh you could use it like this or you know make a character move like this or whatever it's really interesting i definitely recommend watching it especially for this month but um he the amount of like hand-drawn stuff that's still in that cgi animation yeah is staggering it just shows like a, a pond and all these like creatures in the pond like swimming around and stuff wow. in a time-lapse type video and it's just like stunning the amount of detail that's in there mm-hmm. and whenever i saw that fucking worm hog mm-hmm. and it had all these tendrils and it was so fucking gross like mm-hmm. i hate body horror i think it's so fucking disgusting mm-hmm. which is exactly what the filmmaker is going for <laughs> yeah. so in that level it succeeds like i i really like the movie the thing with kurt russell that i saw like a couple of years ago yes. that said the body horror is fucking disgusting right. i hate it yeah. so much it makes my skin fucking me crawl. too but but like toward the end of this movie where we have uh the uh the 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 warthog like the the king of the warthogs or whatever keith david's mm-hmm. character uh he starts like bleeding and it has the little like blood yeah. tendrils coming up and and fucking ashitaka jumps into it and starts like batting that shit away i'm like no right. I'm, I'm gone you got the world is destroyed now i don't care i don't want to see this i don't want to be around to see this i cannot live with this image in my brain i'm out you know yeah. but ashitaka just uh i don't know a good dude, good dude you know dude for sure <laughs> really is dude that dude yeah. is definitely a jedi like steven said he is yeah he's a unique character yeah mm-hmm. i freaking hate the 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 demon blood goo worm things they freak my shit out i oh yeah for cartoon gross. it was so visceral to me i felt like it's I very could visceral feel them Ugh yeah so gross yeah, yeah very good looking mm-hmm. but um yeah at what cost <laughs> <laughs> um so i i really like the i don't know if i mean it's kind of coming off of our conversation about barbie 
I don't know if it's this movie is necessarily feminist, but it does give a lot more agency to the women characters than I would have expected, especially with a lot of Miyazaki's views from what I've read mm-hmm. being mired in the traditions of old, even though he's uh, seems like a, a modern man in real life, you know? Yeah. Uh, but like all, all of the, the female like factory workers that gave off a real Rosie the Riveter vibe mm-hmm. to me, and they were there to like fucking kick ass and like even when uh they were behind the fortress walls and they were getting attacked by the forest or i, I guess maybe the the, the warring yeah, people the or whatever uh the the women were the ones who were there like taking shots you know with their fucking shots, weird shots, guns shots. and stuff <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i i really like the the we uh the women characters in this movie they're the princess uh, not Mononoke, but uh, the the actual like princess general lady. Maybe she was a queen or whatever. <laughs> she led the charge. It was a a woman who did that, and then Abashi, uh, you know, son is Aboshi, Lady Aboshi. Oh, Aboshi, yeah, yeah. Aboshi, got it. Is that uh, Mini Driver's yeah. character? Yeah. yeah, like it could have been a man, but it wasn't. They made it. They made the choice to make it a woman. Yeah, and I mean, they didn't have to do that, but it. It works like and it's totally believable. And uh, yeah, I just I, I really appreciated that aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I heard mm-hmm. Miyazaki say that uh, he's not a feminist and like and he didn't ever do any of his work um, specifically to be feminist. But like, dude, at the end of the day, he just is naturally, which honestly, is that's kind of what we're all working towards. He he writes women and puts them in the story as again people not characters you can have good guys and bad guys and like you don't just have your stereotypical like mother maiden crone or whore which is hilarious because yeah the the factory workers were former Mm -hmm. prostitutes but you don't have like stereotypical women yeah (laughs) they were good at pumping already so that yeah they were yeah i mean Mm -hmm. like the entire time i was sitting there watching them i'm like man it was just, it was Titty City, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did love that. Like, I want that to be the, the episode title so bad. I don't know if we can do that, but there you know. Like, the they shot. talk about it like Komodos. Like, they were like, oh, like he's around. Like, keep that close, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, they're constantly like, yeah, about to fall they're out. Like, but, uh, yeah, which is, which is very entertaining to watch. Uh, yeah, the whole time funny. you keep thinking it's going to happen. But, uh, some no, animators really, like I, let me draw one nipple just one nipple <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really think that they do a good job of that like women are multifaceted in his stories and um in the ghibli stories so not in real really life good. though which is interesting because most women in real life are just two-dimensional one yeah dimensional. you know but just one dimensional if you can get it right yeah. you know yeah just on the floor yeah. just yeah. laying there they're a dot if they're oh. one-dimensional they're a dot dude that's the way I like my ladies. <laughs> I, do, I don't know. Allison, we don't make the rules, but God damn it, we will enforce them. This is the way to play it. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to be dots so much, how come you have periods? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. You better hide your face. Wow. Wow. I could tell Brett was so excited to get that out. That was fantastic, yep. man. That was ridiculous. I'm sorry, come, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> come for the Miyazakist and stay for the period jokes. That's what I'm uh, that's right. all about yeah. here. Um, <laughs> I do like uh, uh, for Lady Eboshi, though, um, she seems to me, when you first stumble upon her, you seem like, oh, this is going to be our villain. 
and you you see her like fighting off the wolves for her village whatever but it seems to me like when i first watched it like oh like she's bad like they have the they seem like the warring tribes i had seen someone compare this to avatar Mm -hmm. which also i i saw avatar way before i saw this Hmm. and i'm like oh this is such a better story than avatar uh oh yeah it's Mm -hmm. like they're not really similar in a lot of ways but um they were talking about like the the Jake Sully in that story, like the guy between the worlds trying to like make peace between it, whatever. This is such a better version mm. of that uh, for multiple characters. But yeah, I just thought she'd be much more of that one again, one or two dimensional villain that doesn't right. have much to them. And then, uh, but then she also like she's like taking care of lepers and she's like yeah. housing women that used to be the whores mm. and like giving them actual jobs. And I mean. Sex work is jobs, but uh, giving is. them other yeah. work and uh, trying to trying to make their lives better, seemingly, and then help her village. So even her, like she seems to have like good qualities, and it was so refreshing uh, to see a movie this well done and like the characters mm-hmm. seem really fully fledged and not just you know cartoon characters, which they very well could have been. But um, it really just like the 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 detail of of the stories and the interactions just really threw me for a loop i i just wasn't expecting it to be mm. quite this good even though everybody always talks about them and uh, i think in particular for me uh this was a, a great first start because uh, it really just set the tone for like everything these can be i guess for these movies you know yeah for sure yeah. i i feel like this is a great example of animation being used to tell broad stories not just you know with broads in them, but yeah. I mean, you know, but kind of kind of that too. But like, but I it's not dumbed down. That. Like, I knew it's, it. it's not. Yeah, disapproving. <laughs> I didn't want to, but I felt like if I skipped over it, you know, it would be more obvious to everybody. Yeah, it'd be yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Yeah, the listeners would have to fill it in. They'd stop listening. Right. They'd have to be like, oh, how come he wasn't being sexist? That's weird. I hope he's okay. Maybe he fell again. But uh, I, it's not dumbed down for the audience just because it's animation like it may have been here in the states i, I feel like yeah it, it, here in the u.s and like the english-speaking world like pixar fulfills that role somewhat well but even still it's, it's primarily focused toward younger viewers and like families or whatever whereas i i'm i'm trying to remember if there are any pixar movies where someone got decapitated <laughs> by a bow and arrow and i'm coming up Maybe short brave? on that one you know i don't know maybe could it could have been? been i don't think so though but um yeah i, I as, as we're comparing this to other movies um as i was watching this i was like oh there's a little bit of like and allison maybe you can speak to this because i know you recently watched this but like how to train your dragon 2 mm. there's a little bit of princess mononoke in that movie's dna i think yeah yeah Are you getting that yeah for sure um i mean i feel like i didn't realize that this was made so long ago uh what was it 97 98 97 yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the same year that Limbiscus uh, <laughs> debut album Three Dollar Bill y'all came yeah, out, so yeah, definitely influenced uh, yeah. each other. Yeah, a whole lot. Um, oh yeah, I absolutely. I don't know. I see a lot uh, of influence from this I don't, in so many things. Uh, mm. Like I've been, I've been playing Zelda. I know you guys don't really play video games, but like Zelda Breath of the Wild and mm. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom some of the best video games that have ever been made and holy shit mm-hmm. there's so much like uh, it feels like Ghibli like crossover. It's really yeah. it's incredible and it, it's very magical and special and fun. Link and um, Zelda are kind of he's like yeah. kind of a hero and Zelda is like a badass and 
Oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. that totally works. Yeah. I can see that. It's, it's interesting. Uh, a lot of the characters, I, like the forest mm-hmm. spirit, stuff like that. Yeah. What, yeah. Brent, sorry. I, I misunderstood. Like somebody told me about one of the newer Zelda games and I, yeah. I tried to buy one online and I think I got hosed because I got uh Zelda morning breath of the wild and i was like oh this is not good oh, yeah you can't she doesn't brush her teeth either uh. this is what i'm finding out she's got some hairy teeth if you know what i'm saying Gross. And i don't mean vagina dentata this time it's just hairy teeth though i imagine that cgi wow. p- pig oh. character like the blah, 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 tentacles oh. yeah god but in your mouth no but in, but your, in your mouth, mouth yeah. that's, that's like that mm-hmm. would be like a really good uh you know kid cavity oh yeah i don't know cartoon yeah 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 brush your (laughs) teeth children and this will happen to your teeth oh my god Ugh. uh no for sure i don't know i've been thinking i have too many thoughts about how to train your dragon because that's been really interesting to watch like way late uh i had Mm -hmm. seen the first one forever ago and then um and then I was like, dang it, I haven't watched the second one. And I, I just randomly did it. It was so freaking good. Um, and I mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm almost not done processing it. I have to think about it because, and I want to watch the third one. Because I think that there's just, there's so much good fantasy tie over. And that's probably one of my favorite things. Rewatching the Miyazaki stuff, seeing that, uh, the How to Train Your Dragon. There have been a couple of things lately that like it's like fantasy is having a revival and that's my literal favorite book genre mm. and um and i've realized you know some other media genre uh because you can play with ideas uh, you're you're really using just the a different setting and a different mythological storyline to illustrate points about you know really about life and the earth here which is exactly what this entire movie is about i mean you know we can circle all the way back to the whole the whole damn theme um that miyazaki has in so many of his movies like we're we have to honor the earth and having any kind of lifestyle that we um we come back to nature and being present and um and not completely ruining the fucking world uh he had really strong views uh, apparently about like the bomb um being made Mm -hmm. and and war and all of that kind of thing um it just fucking makes sense you know we're like we're talking about we're reading articles this week about climate change i'm reading them every single week you know it's just like another thing that's freaking scary we're losing more of the ice shelf and the water temperatures too much and we have another species that's not alive anymore or, or nearly extinct and we're ruining the now, which which Pornhub tab was this on because I didn't see that this week <laughs> that's interesting you gotta oh okay right I gotta yeah. upgrade my membership yeah it's the okay. it's the not that. so sexy tab um oh uh, okay yeah. I'll I'll uh increase it to the visual butt plug tier Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. i think you gotta um if you so bedazzled okay okay no i think (laughs) my thought is Mm, okay maybe if you're like i'll allow it i'm like maybe if you get into the smurf (laughs) porn they're really into the environment i feel like oh right hey come on we gotta have some we gotta keep something sacred you know i I actually think french 
you could do this pretty well though. You mm -hmm. could you could probably sell some environmental ideas through some Pornhub pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that might mm -hmm. be an avenue we should actually try to Hey, Dude, so like uh, save oh, the coral. Here's an ass. I like this. You know, yeah, or like yeah. save the dolphins and a lady's using like a dolphin vibrator. I like why this. not? Why I not? I really like the way this is Listen, going. One of the most famous lady vibrators is like a fucking rabbit. It's it's good. Mm -hmm. Fucking animals for the win. Ew, that sounds gross. But um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking animals for the win. Ew, I did not mean that. No, that's no. what my name with Totoro is about, baby. It's Johnson. Oh, that's right. God. Yeah. No. Fuck. Fuck. Freaking uh, shit! I I lost my train of thought. I don't know, guys. You're welcome. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, let's, fern gully. Let's, fern, gully. fern gully. Fern gully. Could, yeah. We could like totally listen. That was everybody loved fern gully back in the day. You could make all kinds oh, of porn yeah. about that, and it'd be about the environment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna say that fern gully was like our American <laughs> version of this, but no, we're still in the I porn mean, thing. Got it. it okay. Is, it is plus porn. <laughs> Plus foreign. There you go. Uh -huh. um, you had said, Allison, before that you, uh, when you'd gotten into these and stuff, and you were trying to trace that back to when your your son was born. But as we had mm -hmm. said, uh, at least this movie in particular is, you know, very fairly adult oriented. Has has he seen these as well, or did you show them to? Him? I, yeah. I don't know if any of the rest of them are are really mm -hmm. kid friendly. Yeah, most of them are more kid friendly than this. This is the least kid friendly one because it's probably the most violent of. Gotcha. All of them, they don't tend to be violent. This was, I think he was mm. just making a specific point for this one. Right. Um, so I shouldn't expect to see uh, Totoro put on some brass knucks. No, no. I tell you, that's the most childlike one. And I'm really excited for you guys to see that. Uh, it's really, it's really beautiful and gives you all the childhood feels. Um, but so does... Mm, being poor again. Can't wait. <laughs> be else. <laughs> freaking freaking same i mean you know <laughs> but dude that's another one of the things that i i get even watching this um it reminds me so much of a like how god i don't spend enough time outside anymore lately which kills me about being in oklahoma i feel like i don't have as easy you'll, you'll access melt. to dude that's true but just easy access to nature uh yeah they draw nature in this way that I'm like, I remember sitting by the water mm -hmm. and it's sparkling just like this and, mm -hmm. you know, being in the woods and it being just like this. Oh, my gosh. What did you guys think of the little forest spirits with the little white heads the first time oh, you saw them? Oh, got to talk to them. Talk about it. They're so great. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing those characters on like posters mm -hmm. and like merchandise mm -hmm. way back in the day when the movie was coming out in 97 mm -hmm. now i was like after i finished this limp biscuit album <laughs> i'm gonna look into this further and i just never made it to the theaters but i i uh i think i knew somebody who had a sticker of one of those little fellas and i didn't know what it was i couldn't oh. tell like if what it's like face look like it looked like it had a little like nose mm -hmm. on top mm -hmm. but i wasn't quite sure so when it showed up in this movie it was like it tapped oh, into fun. this weird memory nostalgia thing that i don't actually have for this movie but i do for this like bumper sticker <laughs> i saw back in 1997 so that was fucking cool and then like seeing the way they animate there's a, a point in the movie where a bunch of them pop their heads up above trees yeah. and the forest spirit is like walking through there and they all like shake their heads uh -huh. at the same time but they're all on different like shake cycles yeah. and i was trying to see if like all the frames like the animators reuse the same frames each time, but they were all like out of sync mm. with each other. So it just seemed like a lot of it was done by hand for each individual one. And sometimes you'd have like 
a hundred yeah. plus of those on screen yeah. at any given time. And it seems so wildly complicated, mm-hmm. but he seems like a madman. So he's, he <laughs> yeah. might've done some correcting on that shit, but I thought it was cool. I love the little sound they made. They look so fucking cute when we first see them. And then I, uh, Ashitaka sees one. I think maybe it was him. Maybe it's a different character, but he sees one and uh, he like the little like tree spear, like kind of fades away as it stands up and walks off yeah. and he freaks out. It's like, Oh shit, where did where to go or whatever i was like oh my god i just want to be friends with all these little <laughs> characters mm-hmm. they're so fucking cute mm-hmm. yeah i know i love awesome. them they sell they sell some for a garden and i want some Ooh. so bad i want oh. like i want to put like a whole shit ton of, ton of them That's in my cool. garden really bad yeah it it, it yeah. did feel i was wondering about them as a design and the the kind of look like um i'm going through the posters in my head right now of the other movies and stuff but um it mm. is that it's this kind of like white and black like little circles and ovals and like this, this certain kind of style mm-hmm. of, of their mm-hmm. masks, their faces or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, when I first saw them, I was so confused in the movie of what they were. And then eventually I was like, is, are they like analogous to like what I'm thinking of as like a, a fairy or like a wood nymph, like mm-hmm. in different culture that maybe like yeah. more European that I'm more used to seeing media from or, or, you know, things in history or whatever. And I was like, Oh, what a fascinating thing in my head at least mm. the, in my head they're just like fairies or whatever like they're just some sort of mythological creature that i know from other things and i was like what a cool version of that that is so wildly yeah. different than anything else i would imagine and it was just again kind of magical a little bit yeah for they, sure they look like if rorschach from the watchmen mm-hmm. was also a mushroom mm-hmm. it would be those little characters that's what it reminds me of see that mm-hmm. and had rat- rattleheads mm. you know Allison's like, mm, Stephen, do you, sure there's some mushrooms right now. Stephen, Stephen yes. do you think your uh, soft pretzel is going to get some rattlehead tonight? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, I'm so sad. I come back to that. Sucked. Dude, I, I sent you guys the picture. This is stupid. When I saw Barbie 2 and I freaking had like the oh, best you pretzels. soft pretzels that I've had oh my in God. years. They killed it. And my server was like the shit. He oh, was just like great. on it. And I got all my stuff. I, I arrived early, got all my stuff early, signed my check. I was like, don't bother me during this movie. <laughs> I So I thought about that going back to our earlier conversation. I was like, I, I used to work at Alamo Draft House. I love the concept of the no talking and stuff. And the, the food mm. is cool to have it in there. But I really realized this time I haven't been back in a while. And I was like, man, it is pretty distracting having them mm-hmm. come in like constantly and like when they got something wrong and like if that just like ruins it so like i feel like i did miss mm-hmm. significant parts of of the jokes of barbie uh, dude that today. sucks mm-hmm. yeah and i did have a thought like i almost want to do if i when i when i do go back now just get there 30 minutes early get my stuff and be like i'm closing out now don't talk to me the rest of the time because yeah. um, it's mm-hmm. just gonna ruin it for me you know and it makes yeah. it easier for them because they have to like crouch down i mean i did that for so long so i was like it just mm-hmm. makes it easier. Uh, but yeah, I, I do love a good soft pretzel anytime, but I'm realizing for a movie, that's a good snack. Yeah, it, it is. is great. You you have the saltiness mm-hmm. of a popcorn, but it's like not. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that makes man, sense. You fucking nailed it, bro. Dude, you I fucking, just like think I'm on to something, I thought for a dude. second you were going to go good. one way, and then you just went back the other way, man, I and z- you just got me. Man, I zigged when you thought <laughs> you I was going to zig, dude. It was fucking <laughs> tight. It was fucking tight, dude. Did you uh, have the cheese sauce you dipped it oh, in, or yeah. did you just... Uh, and they okay, don't have like okay. i mean i do like the process you know nacho cheese in a can but this is like legit like white queso 
Oh. So it was pretty. It was pretty. God damn it. Good. Even the queso has got to be white in this conversation. <laughs> First, we got white turds. <laughs> but, then we have white queso. It had peppers in it, so it was a little spicy. Uh oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh-oh. You get what I'm saying? Did you bring your right. did you bring your do rag for your dome sweat? Dude, my I always get so sweaty on top of my head when eating spicy. <laughs> Even with my hat on, it doesn't matter. I can feel it burning under there, you know? My hat was oh, no. to slip right off my head. <laughs> you know how it goes. You guys have all been there. Totally. <laughs> well, uh any more thoughts on Princess Mononoke and the hot dog? Fish flavored water, whatever it's called. Fuck, I was gonna really try. For oh my brand. god, Steven, it's a little limp biscuit reference. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that was the third album. Oh, okay, it was okay, the third okay, album, okay, but uh, I will check judges, they will allow it. Okay, uh, talking about the uh, the environment that Allison yeah. was speaking about, I want to live in that fucking grotto Me where too. the uh, forest spirit like comes every right. morning or whatever. Yeah, not to reference the Sugar Ray song, that's a different new metal band, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> right. But uh, I I think that place is so fucking beautiful. Like it seems like such a peaceful existence yeah. there. Even though you've got these different like animals that like show up and like cause a ruckus, it's just ah so pleasant. I would I would love to have a screensaver of something like that on my Apple TV mm-hmm. when it's just like going through the environments or whatever of the real world. It's like fuck it, just throw some imaginary yeah. shit in there every once in a while. Why not? Uh, so I love that. Um, I will say in that same setting where Ashitaka is laid up, he's wounded at this point. Uh, San is trying to help him and like uh, heal him. Yeah. She brings him some like, I don't know, some type of like bark or something like that. Tries to give it to him. He like ends up spitting it out. He's too weak to chew. So she takes it. Chews it up and then baby Hell birds yeah. it into his mouth. And I was like, oh, this is like worse than the fucking worm hog to me. I could taste it. It's so gross. I knew that. I, I knew don't you would hate like that. it. Which is so funny because it's such a moving scene. And then he like it cries is. because he's like, I'm so hurt and you took care of me. It's like really yep. fucking sweet, but I knew you'd hate it. <laughs> that That is the true morning breath of the wild right there. It fucking was disgusting. Yep. That's it right. was a moving scene, though. You're right. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's like a barftastic scene as well. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. God, that was funny. Um, shit, I looked at all my notes. They were really good. Uh, Steven, <laughs> we, we, covered, we covered like most of it, except right. uh, Steven, I think that especially when you go back, you'll, I'm sure you noticed, I mean, the music is really fucking great. Oh, and um, so fucking you'll good. enjoy that more with more watches um yeah it seemed you know, that the, the same composer they said from for most of these movies is the same guy so uh yeah. i'm looking forward to that for the because the music was yeah appropriately so epic and great yeah you know one thing i i wondered uh we we're talking about the you know dubs versus subs and having the the american voice actor i'm sorry the english speaking voice actors uh voice the characters and you have to match the lip flap for it or whatever and sometimes you hear this and to accommodate that, you have to have the actors deliver this dialogue in such mm-hmm. a quick succession that they have to speed talk their way through it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does sound clunky. I'll, I'll grant you that. But overall, I, I feel like it works. That said, I wonder if it works the opposite way whenever Japanese productions mm. have to dub like a Pixar movie or something like that. They're like, mm. oh, they talk way too slow. Right. We have to really like stretch this out or whatever. Like, do they have to slow it way down or something? Or they're just like, like, fuck it, it's too hard, we'll ban it. This one, that one's a ban. That one's a ban. (laughs) Get it out of here, you know? 
I don't know. Yeah, I do wonder about Interesting. that. Interesting. Kind of I feel like that's part of why like uh, Billy Bob didn't work for me because his his voice mm-hmm. cadence didn't work like his performances I've seen live action, and it felt like he was mm-hmm. just talking super fucking fast the whole time. And then that's when I watched so it, so interesting. Japanese, I was like, that guy's talking really fast. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is. Funny. I love Billy Bob in this. I was like, uh, mm. for some reason, I just really dig seeing him be a character that's so different than anything else I've seen him do. I give you that. Um, yeah, uh, he's okay to me, yeah. uh, but I generally like him when he is uh, a dick in roles because he seems that way to me, uh, like the president yeah. of Actually. Um, he's like a great, yeah. like, dickish American president, um, and he fits perfectly for that role. But um, yeah, sometimes he's just a. Ever since like the Jennifer Jolie, Jennifer Jolie, uh, Angelina Jolie, and all that stuff, like the weird. Do you remember that when they were dating and yeah. they both had they both had necklaces yeah. of blood, the blood vial. And I was just like, yeah. they're just yeah. weird. And I've just ever since then, I'm like, he's okay, but like I could just take him or leave him. So. Yeah, I think that he for you, Stephen, he needs to be reinvented mm. as William Robert Thornton. Yes. And he'll that just like really show up me. with a, a couple of monocles on, you know, Yeah, but like uh, greetings and salutations. <laughs> yeah, if he could just Stephen. turn British, really, that would help. That would help me a lot. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay then he'd be, nice. be a respectable gentleman. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love him as the bad guy in uh, Love Actually. Dude, but wait. Yeah. Have you hold on? Have you seen Sling Blade? Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah, for sure. It's like the okay. only reason I like that movie, though, really is his performance, though. Yeah, like, it's it's my favorite movie about a lawnmower serial killer <laughs> that I've seen that I can remember. I don't know. I give it to lawnmower man for that. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he I didn't know. kill people with a lawnmower. I uh, that's I the thing. I wouldn't. Say, I, so I, I I will say in particular though, I'm a huge Christmas guy, and uh, I right. detest. The Bad Santa series. Bad Santa. Okay. Oh my I was God, curious. I hate that so Wait, yeah. much. There's more than one? There's two yeah, of them. Two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so series is might it, be a stretch. Is but... it Bad Santa and then and then Badder Santa? Uh, it's actually it Bad be. Santa and Worst Santa. They just skipped the, the worst oh. in the middle. They just knew they could go straight there. No, yeah, I think it's Bad Santa and Bad Santa yeah. 2. It's... Uh, I for one, it's again. Hmm. I I don't really like rude humor that much, and he, mm-hmm. especially bad Santa, mm-hmm. he is it is basically just like the worst people, uh, making fun yeah. of other people, and that just doesn't rub me the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's partly roles of his. Like I don't really. That's the thing. Like right, mm-hmm. these are all roles. I don't know what he's really like in real life, but I get a weird vibe from him, if anything. And then mm. the only times I really like him is when he's being a terrible asshole. And I'm like, I think you're really good at that. I don't know. It's hard to separate yeah. it for me. I totally get that. Steven, whenever you go to a bakery, you also say, this is all rolls. Yes. Right. Uh, okay. I think you're working at a I Billy so. Bob over there. It's like, how is he going to make this work? It's going to be like a, <laughs> a donut hole scenario or maybe a, a bear claw. You ought to not talk like that. <laughs> you're just mashed taters or yeah, whatever yeah, the fuck he says. I don't know what I saw once. Fucking, what French did fried, he say? French fried potatoes. Yeah, thank you. I like French fried potatoes and mustard, I think. Rolls. Is that right? Indian yeah, like rolls. Mm, they're all just rolls, Stephen. I'm William Robert Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I want some fries or pretzel mm. bites. Mm, pretzel bites. Hey, oh, hell hey yeah. Amanda, bring us some pretzel bites. You know what? She yeah, might be it. back home by now from her journey. <laughs> that uh, the other day, uh, she had a bad day at work, and uh, she was well, coming home, and I, I make us dinner, and I was like, hey, you know what? I have for dinner tonight, and she was like, what? And I was like, 
I have soft pretzels and, and uh, ice cream sundaes. And she was like, fucking perfect. So that's what we did. We had two oh, soft great. pretzels and the ice cream sundaes with brownies. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And I was like, you know why? Because we're fucking adults. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn right. Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, as I said, yeah. I don't. I don't have any other notes for this. I don't have any notes for this. Uh, I, I could talk forever, but I also uh, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much said everything I want to say uh, for, for me. Uh, mm-hmm. For final thoughts, I'll say this movie was spectacular. It was beautiful. I, I had high expectations. They were met and exceeded. I am very excited for the rest of the series and, and to see where all this goes. But uh, yeah, so far, really loving this. I'm so glad we're finally getting to see these. I can't believe this has been so long that I have missed out Yeah, uh, on this whole yeah. whole whole adventure so man i'm so glad you liked it awesome what do you think uh you know this movie is 133 minutes long so it's over two hours long yeah as i was watching it it did not feel like that it really moves at a pretty good pace and uh there's so much to discover in it and i love that it took place like the first miyazaki movie i have ever seen first of all begins with the voiceover from a black actor I was like, that was unexpected. That's rad, though. Uh, I love Keith David. And then secondly, I love that there's like so much forest and uh, nature involved, uh, especially coming from Japan. Like so much of that scenery. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Like the scenery is so lush and vibrant and beautiful to look at. It really makes the uh, the animals that live in that forest who are the forest protectors feel like uh it's something worth saving for them you know Mm -hmm. it's not just a place for them to eat sheet uh, like (laughs) shit and like fuck or whatever you know it's like uh it's their home there's a a lot of uh life that lives there and uh i i fucking really enjoyed this movie uh very much looking forward to the next one also last note i've got is that the final credit in the credit scroll is miyazaki's role as director which i thought was fascinating because Mm. in american movies that's like the first thing you see because of the uh i guess the director's guild rules or whatever so uh yeah i thought that was interesting to where he's like and the final thing is me so assuming the audience even sat through the credits to begin with Mm. that's going to be the final thing that's on their culture a little bit i wonder if that's also how they just do that or if that's his thing but it just seems like i don't know Japanese people that I've seen just seem so very gracious to the people around them, the help uh, that they get. So that's lovely to see yeah. like, him be like, all of these people had to be here so I could do anything, you know? It's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, crap. I wish I had written it down. You can check it out on the Wikipedia page. Uh, the other interesting note, kind of again, culturally, is uh i want to say princess mononoke one like it was the japanese movie of the year something like that and it Mm. wasn't animated movie it was the movie of the year and um in america at one point it had won you know an animated movie award uh, an oscar something like that and i'm just like that's it's so interesting it made so much more money um as just a regular film Mm um in japan and i'm like dude we need a lot more of that we need a lot more acknowledgement of uh you know just because it's something that's animated doesn't mean that it's lesser than um especially for something like this that's such a creative endeavor that so much work so many people worked on so many so much of it is hand-drawn um i mean the ridiculous amount of effort is incredible um i love that i love that culturally they're more open to that so that was pretty fucking cool 
I'm looking at the box office for 1997, Mm -hmm. and it says Princess Mononoke was the highest grossing Japanese film of that year, earning 11.3 billion yen uh, in uh, distribution rental earnings, and it became the highest grossing film in Japan, beating the record previously set by, Stephen, it was a movie that you and I have recently discussed, Mm -hmm. 1982's E.T. Oh! That's and crazy. Then, uh, it said it was only... It, they didn't even have Reese's Pieces in this movie. <laughs> That's crazy. It was only eclipsed that year by Titanic. It said eventually it, it was wow. like the number one box office in mm-hmm. Japan until Titanic. There was like another part later on. So uh, yeah. yeah, obviously yeah. did really well there. I feel in general they treat animation as just a um, a medium instead yeah. of a like a children's specific genre. And, yeah. uh, and it's quite amazing what you're able to do when you treat it that way. And, uh, yeah, I just don't yeah. feel like it's that same kind of love here. Right. I feel like that's something that uh, English-speaking audiences are learning very slowly. But, again, with, like, the Pixar movies, mm. you know, with the Spider-Burst movies, some of the DreamWorks animation uh, movies, like uh, uh sausage party but like <laughs> you can tell you can pushing tell boundaries. like yeah pushing something yeah. pushing white maybe but uh you you i think people are acclimating to animation being a just a vehicle for storytelling and uh i mean honestly a lot of our blockbuster movies have some type of cgi animation in it anyway right, right? so it's just married together with uh real life stuff you know but uh uh, I, I, I do feel like maybe in a, uh, about 70, 80 mm-hmm. years or so, America yeah. will be right where it needs to be, you know? Underwater. Exactly. Yeah. Underwater. Absolutely. <laughs> Taking yeah. Taking over. See you, Florida. <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> so uh, next week, when we come back for Mia's August episode two, we are doing Howl's Moving Castle. Very excited for that Indeed. one. I know we do have a few people... We are trying to get more guests uh, as well throughout this month. Uh, I think we'll announce them as we go. Do we have one set up for that yet, Brent? Uh, I don't think for Howells okay. yet, but, uh, you know, every day is a new adventure, brother. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Hell yeah, yeah, yeah brother. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that one, though, as well. I, I, we tried to joke about it earlier, what that one might be about. I have no idea what any of these are about. I, I love that, too. Um, you know, going to it's, movies without it's knowing It's seriously at all. one of my favorites. It's, it's so pretty rad. good. Uh, yeah. and, and not only is, uh, has, is it crazy that we have that Brent and I have made it this far without watching these movies, I've not had them spoiled for me. I don't even know what they're about besides the characters. Like I can even see the posters and be like, oh, I know that one's Spirit Away or I know that one's Ponyo. Like I've seen them. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what any of them are about or how even most of them are said or anything, but uh, it's such mm-hmm. a cool, cool experiment to, to find it out this way. You know, the thing about spoiling these movies is like the names just they don't make sense to me. Like right. I, I, I couldn't recognize them <laughs> auditorily. Right. Yeah. Uh, right off the top of my head. Like if, if you were to tell me like this movie we were watching next week in it, Rebecca kills Dan. I'm like, okay, okay I recognize those <laughs> right. names as, as, uh, English speaking names. Right. So, uh, but now I'm like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm not going to remember any of these, these syllables right. and when I watch this movie. So, uh, to me, Howl's Moving Castle is like about a castle that moves that has uh, dingle werewolves in it. Oh, okay. So definitely werewolves. Mm-hmm. 
Allison's shaking yeah. her head yes. So we definitely got a confirmation about werewolves. <laughs> she's got it, which is really nice. <laughs> she's increased her shake to <laughs> yes. She yes, even harder. Fervently agrees. Yeah. Uh, well, Allison, thank you so much for being on this episode and, and introducing these movies to us. It was, it was Dude, yeah. Have you Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for inviting me again. And I hope you guys have a super fun Miyazagas. It's going to be a good time. Oh, my uh, Keep keep your minds open uh they're very mm-hmm. like they pull from uh mythology from different cultures which is oh, really interesting mm-hmm. uh so that's super fun and mm-hmm. uh you know just enjoy your childlike wonder month oh love it i need it we're we're gonna work on it and then uh we're actually gonna have you back toward the end of the month yeah and uh you you can uh relate to us how we've done uh spoilers probably not good but we mean well so that's the goal you know, of the podcast, keep that in mind. baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to have you bookend it with us, though. Uh, bef- before we were uh, Miyazaki's, we were Miyazaki virgins. And by the end, right. we'll be Miyazaki whores. And you want I me to forward... <laughs> you want me to put it in like the beginning it and, and the end end? You want me to put yeah. it in both ends? Yeah. I want you to. <laughs> even i was was like i don't want to say what i'm about to say (laughs) i tried to be funny it wasn't funny (laughs) look things can go in all kinds of ends and speaking of ends do you want to plug anything uh my belly button with a jewel (laughs) plug any social medias any uh any projects are you working on your own animation project for several years now yeah Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. Crap, it's a Smurfs um, do oh. about some weird shit. You can check it out on my... Uh... It's called Smurfs Do the Blue? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, no, nothing right now. It's, but thank it's you. A, it's actually a... It's actually a... It's a police kind of movie. It's a... It's a propaganda film, but they're going to do the blue oh, and it's going to no. be good. I know, I know. It, it's it's uh from what i read here in the trades it says it's starring eddie smurphy oh wow, wow. that's quite a get you know that's pretty amazing yeah. to get him that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool well it was a blast having you on thank you very much uh for being here and uh and as i said yeah, thanks, thanks for coming back these to us and next week come back for Howl's moving castle with us so that'll be a blast i am really looking forward i'm gonna savor the whole month uh i want to watch as many as possible but i, I really gotta you know let them linger throughout the week and let them mm-hmm. live with me and then come back each episode and then and, and let it out so uh yeah it'd be fun but right i'm looking forward to that so definitely come back for more me is august all month long and until next time i'm steven i'm brent and i'm allison and let's talk later three two one record recording here we go Cool. All right. Uh, Allison, uh, you you were getting ready to regale us with a story before so, Stephen had to, like, stop you down and be like, whoa, 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 like, save her for the pod. Woman. That's right. Chill, chill out, woman. Okay, so mm-hmm. the thing, oh, this is terrible. You guys remember when we were kids, people would say, no. I mean, it was a long time ago, and we're going to watch some Ghibli films, and those are, like, you know, they harken back to the childhood feeling. So... Think back one million years ago to childhood hmm. when people would say, <laughs> I want to pee in her butt. <laughs> I do remember that a little bit. I don't know why, though. Yeah. Why is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. It's like a euphemism, you know, for sex. Uh, and I was always like, 
at that age and then even now i was like why the fuck are they saying you want to pee in their butt like that's not and it'd be like a compliment yeah i've seen it all like if you're Mm -hmm. doing that i mean obviously you're doing it so wrong but so i'm like (laughs) i was like i really literally want to look up why this became a thing like what what is that uh Mm -hmm. And I haven't is had it time. like uh is it some type of prep for anal sex? Is it like power washing? Is that the oh. the goal for that? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna sandblast her duke <laughs> shoot, tell you what. Yeah, is like, like guys, yeah, yeah. Like guys do because, like, like to uh aim in the toilet and like you know, you can get the little poo particles off if they're stuck there with your pee stream. Oh my god. That's it's, a, it's such a fun game. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun game. So might as well get in there and the... <laughs> this is so gross. Oh my god. <laughs> My brain is no. My brain is going too many directions with this. So you were talking about this mm-hmm. with your son? <laughs> yep. Yep. Because <laughs> I have a teenager, and now we get to talk about ridiculous shit because the filter is off. Um, and like peeing your butt came up, and he was like, "You're overthinking it. It's just like a, it's like a childish euphemism because kids mm-hmm. don't really know." what is mm-hmm. happening during sex and so it's like kind of the same some kind of functionality in the same kind of area i guess and mm-hmm. i was like maybe maybe i'm overthinking it but i feel like i need to know why did that become a thing pee in your butt oh you know? so we're actually uh, okay we're gonna drill down into this we, okay let's we see. have to answer it this is it yeah okay yeah well and Stephen, i'll remind you we are we are under oath so and in yeah. the, the original have you, ever peed, have you ever peed in a butt <laughs> I've never peed in a butt, you know, and it's uh, it's one of those things. It's a lifelong goal of mine, of course, like everybody. But um, yeah. I do like before this as well, before the the airing. Uh, and I said we need to record this as well. You said front bottom, I think, or front butt. Right. Which, yeah. Uh, front butt. I've only on the last few years heard of that as a, a, a term. And uh, I think it actually I heard it on Glee the first time. It was one of the, the special ed kids said something about not not letting someone touch her front butt. And I was like, what? And it really, it really threw me for a loop there. But uh, now there's actually a band mm-hmm. I like that are called the Front Bottoms. I'm pretty sure they're like a. <gasps> nice. a, a oh, wow. kind of, you guys wouldn't like them. They're kind of twangy, maybe a little, a little too country. But um, you mm. know, Front Bottoms make some good work. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I used to think that uh, for a a woman, the crack went from like. All the way around, right? Uh-huh. So it's like from the ass all the way to coos up front. <laughs> and honestly, I'm not convinced that that's not the case. You know, it's kind of still looking, in my limited experience. Still looking for that woman. Yeah, I'm still crack. You know, from back to belly. Absolutely. Yeah, I just want to split her in half. Maybe she's like a Russian nesting doll. There's like a smaller oh, wow. version of her in there. You know. She's oh just my like, god. Pop her right out. I feel like that's actually how I you don't got know. your wife. She's tiny. She might have come out of another woman. Yeah. Well, she did come out of another yes. woman. We all did. You know, but well, she was a, a mail order bride. I I asked for a suppository <laughs> size. And are you looking like for the bigger woman to like who swallows her up with her with her business or lady business? That she seems... just goes. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I'm trying to do it. I can't. That's a good. Oh yeah, God. I wish this was a visual medium too. Yeah, there's some. Yeah. Wow, there's some. It's like a crane game. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's kind of like fitting Cinderella for her shoe a little bit is, uh, you know, that's that's the that's the goal, you know, so, yeah. it, I feel there. like there's a. a <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like my, you know, is you your know, wife. the uh, foot? What? She doesn't like feet. So. Anyway. Oh, no. Yeah. 
this has devolved really that fast, devolved guys. A lot. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, pretty good about this conversation, though. I feel like this is the one that's gonna stick Same. around for posterity, which is really nice. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. I feel like I can I contributed something to society here. Do you know if uh, Bowen, your son, if he uh, would ever? allow you to have this conversation on air like this oh yeah yeah we have uh cool yeah we've talked about the podcast and uh what i can mention or not and dude he uh what doesn't he want you to mention mm, his love life <laughs> oh let's, let's it's wrap dramatic it. here it's we dramatic go as fuck. let's no, get no. into it let's solve this Mm-mm. let's solve this problem for him no you're, you're gonna have to talk about to him in person he needs now know. hi bowen you don't know me but i'm your <laughs> uncle brent from the last talk about steph podcast now i'm sure you're curious about the front bottom and everything <laughs> you've heard is correct there's a smaller woman in there she rides inside like the alien from independence day id4 some call it have you seen the movie well <laughs> if not I don't, you should probably watch it welcome to earth and all that <laughs> so anyway you you saw that too yeah. young of an age, and you've been looking for that ever since. You're like, that's my lady. Yeah. That's that's yeah. right there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm still just look. looking for somebody with three nipples. Oh yeah, uh, Krusty the clown. He's got that superfluous Uh-oh. nipple. Oh yeah, okay, but like not a clown. You're not on. Um, no, I want some total talk. recall weirdness, or maybe oh, like yeah. a. Maybe You're some not old on honker. school honker. honker. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. oh. <laughs> am I on honker? Or am I on honker? Yeah, no uh, e. Yeah, just yeah. H O N K R. Okay, okay. Mm. Is oh, that yeah. like uh, related to Lemon Party? Oh my god, I was listening to that episode the other day, and you guys, <laughs> the Lemon Party. I died. I died. Do you and remember I was driving, that? and I was. Oh my god, that's a real thing. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't even looked it up again. I I'm forgot scared. about it. But it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I, we joked about it at work the other the other week or whatever. We were trying to get people to go there. Yeah, but like not really. But then being like, I'm sorry. Like, please don't actually do that. Like, I don't actually need yeah. to see that or two girls in a cup. I saw enough of that back in the day, so I can just avoid all that for the rest so, of my life. Ooh. So mm. I've been wanting to have kind of this conversation with you guys. Like, I only saw a little bit go of two girls one cup, and then I had I had to like turn no. it off. <laughs> no, but it's like okay, the same time was Goatsy. And I feel like every dude I know mm-hmm. knows Goatsy. Brent mentions it all the time. I've never seen it and I don't want to. Hell fucking yeah, no. he's one of our friends. He's one of our friends. He shows up from time to time on the, the podcast. Nice guy. Very sweet. Very sweet. Kind heart. Oof. Oof. Kind heart. Big, 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 big butthole. Big butthole, yes. <laughs> Only rivals the size of his heart. Yeah, Ooh. that's true. Oh, yeah. Aww. What about Goatsy? What about him, though? Good guy? Have you, have, have I you first saw him? it it? Yeah, I first saw it as a meme before I really even meme was a word, like early internet days, yeah. as a, uh, it was clouds opening up and the light was shining through and yeah. people were like, this is God. And then people were like, that is a photoshopped giant asshole in the clouds. And I, I looked at that, <laughs> nice. I had that photo for years before realizing that and then stumbled upon the actual photo it was based on one time, which is... As disgusting as it is, beautiful. I think if you haven't seen it, uh, Brent, have you actually seen the real Goatsy? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Of course. It's, it's kind That's of. That's what I'm asking. Kind of, yeah. Have you've you probably seen crazy shit in the nursing field, right? Uh, you've probably seen mm-hmm. some stretched out assholes. I imagine this is pretty impressive, mm-hmm. but uh, also, yeah, pretty disgusting mm-hmm. for sure. 
Is it yeah. like is it like videos of him putting things in the butt or things coming just out spreading. of or both? That's all. Yeah, just spreading. I, I'm only I'm only aware of his his one masterpiece work. Right. Uh, if he's if he's done other projects, uh, I'm I've not heard of them or seen them. But the one I'm I've uh, it, he, the the first one happened to me. Uh, you know yeah yeah it's kind of like you know those uh like back in the early days of youtube there were a lot of those screamer videos where it would just be oh, like yeah. some song you wanted to it was like a music video you were watching and then it would have this like demon head pop up and like screech at you or whatever yes. mm-hmm. when you have it full blast it was like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, it was like that where like somebody sent a uh a photo and you open it up you know because it's one of your friends and you open it up and it's just like ghosty staring back at you you know Nobody ever goatsied me. I swear to, me. to God, if you guys do that to me now, I'll fucking oh, kill I wouldn't. you. I'll come over to your house and mm-mm. I wouldn't no. goatsy without consent. Okay, thank you. No, yeah, we're not that kind of podcast. Consent's a big issue. And then also we've been unsuccessful at trying to find it again. So he's he's shy. He's a shy fella. Yeah, like I need if, a mural. Wow. if you've seen if you've seen Goatsy in the past, then count yourself lucky because right. he's he doesn't show up a lot. He's like Banksy. Okay. But Goatsy. Okay. But it's like indelibly tattooed on your brain. Speaking of I tattoos, mean, I, I, yeah, inside that thing, <laughs> Banksy did a, yeah. a a whole work of art inside there once. And, uh, it's he did a impressive. life-size mural <laughs> of uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Right. Oh, damn. And then also, yeah, also the Eiffel Tower. And then also the band there's, Eiffel 65. There's a lot of room. There's a lot of room. Wow. And he's, there's so much more to do. Wow. You know? mm-hmm. It's cavernous. Matter of fact, in the uh, the the female Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters colon <laughs> pun intended, uh, answer the call as it's now called. Uh, there's a scene where uh, somebody is spray painting the the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. logo as we know it on a subway wall. That was in Goatsy's butthole. That mm. was filmed inside Goatsy's mm. butthole. A lot of people don't yeah. know this. Okay. And Goatsy, Ghost, Goatsy boasters, Goatsy boasters, Goatsy <laughs> Gutsbusters, uh-huh. as it was formerly known in Holland. Gutsbusters. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, thank you for uh-huh. educating me completely about that. Yes. Well, we Who have a lot of call? websites. Gutsbusters. <laughs> Oof, just a little bit of just a little bit of spray there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what happens. Uh, you stretch it out too much. You need to tighten that up too. Do your kegels. Oh, anal yeah. leakage. I love yeah, yeah. I don't want any of that. Uh-uh. Anal leakage is a beautiful girl's name. <laughs> mm. That's terrible. No children for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just teenagers. No. You get them adopted. Yeah. yeah. You can find them at the. <laughs> you can find them at school. Oh, no. And say no, like, no, I, I heard you don't no. have any friends. Have no. I got the websites for you? No. Number one, yeah. livingparty.org. Go to prison. This is, two. this is how the LFS guys end up in prison. Yeah. Listen, if I'm okay. going to prison, I'm going to do it like any uh, red-blooded American. I'm going to do it by stealing all the bacon in Oklahoma and eating it. So I have my goals and you have yours. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I'm going to go bacon. down. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did we come up with a sync word during any of that nonsense? Let's just go with front bottom. Let's just do that. <gasps> yeah. Excellent. All right, so we will sync with front bottom on three. One, two, three. Front, front bottom. bottom. L-P-A-S.